Welcome to Humans in Public Health. I'm Megan Hall. A little over a year ago, you probably didn't think about the way germs spread in a grocery store. But now, we're all amateur epidemiologists. The pandemic has made public health more visible than ever before. But it's always been there in the background. It touches all aspects of our lives, from the design of our cities to the food we feed our kids. For National Public Health Week, Brown University's School of Public Health is offering you a glimpse into everything that public health means and all that it can do. Today, we're talking about plastics. We eat our food out of plastic containers, give our kids plastic toys, and drink water out of plastic bottles. But should we? Brown School of Public Health Associate Professor of Epidemiology, Joe Braun, says it's best to limit your exposure if you can. So I think there's, there is some cause for concern about some of the things that we find in plastics. It's not just the disposable water bottles that you buy, but plastics are used in lots of other things. For instance, plastics line the inside of our food can linings as a resin. And sometimes the chemicals that we find in plastics also end up in things like our personal care products or in places that we don't think about, like backings of carpets in our homes. So there's plastics on the back of that in order to make our, our carpets durable or in other places in, in uh, our shower curtains or in, in tub liners and things like that. Joe says these plastics can contain chemicals that have been associated with a range of health problems, including asthma, learning disabilities, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD. Are some plastics worse than others? It depends. <laughs> and it's very hard to figure out as a consumer because manufacturers aren't required to label their products, whether they contain a potentially harmful chemical or not. So often consumers don't know. So for instance, there's a, a class of chemicals called phthalates that are used to soften hard plastics. And then they can be used to make things like IV tubing or uh, medical bags that hold saline solution. Those phthalates were used previously in some children's toys. You're no longer in the United States allowed to use those phthalates in children's toys, but they can end up in other products, and, and we don't know because manufacturers aren't required to label them as such. How much exposure would you need to these plastics, and in what circumstances to be really concerned about these issues, or do we know yet? We don't know, and that's, that's a really good question. Joe says it's hard to isolate our exposure to these chemicals. Take bisphenol A, more commonly known as BPA. It's a toxic chemical that's often found in plastic bottles. Drinking from that bottle once might slightly increase the BPA in your body. But, you know, we use these products daily, day after day after day, and often the same products that have the same chemicals in them. And so we could be chronically exposed to low levels of not just one of these compounds at a time, but a whole mixture of them. We're not animals in a, in a toxicology study where we just are exposed to BPA, right? We're exposed to this mixture of BPA, phthalates, or other things that, that have been put into our environment that we know very little about. So our world is full of plastics. If people are worried about this, what are they supposed to do? I mean, it seems like there's really no way to avoid them. Yeah, so my, my advice to people is to avoid using plastics if you can. It's not just a benefit for yourself potentially for your health, but it's also a benefit for our planet. It, it's just astounding that we waste so much plastic. You know, think about the little plastic bag you get whenever you go to the pharmacy or to the grocery store that carries your groceries or your purchase for 50 feet to the car and then, you know, in the parking lot and then the 50 feet into your house and then you throw it away. You know, that ends up in landfills or in foreign countries where they're supposed to be recycled but aren't. You know, so I think trying to just stop using plastic, 
you know, whether it's as plastic bags or as bottles, using glass to store food is, is one way to do it. Trying to avoid using canned foods and use fresh foods. So instead of using canned beans or canned tomatoes when you make chili, try to use fresh ingredients. That's a way to reduce some of our exposure to those things. For things that might be in personal care products, trying to buy things that are phthalate or paraben-free. And there's good resources out there online from the Environmental Working Group who put out really good detailed guides about what personal care products to use based on what chemicals they might have in them. What about people who want to do the right thing and reuse their plastics? Is that dangerous if you're taking maybe a plastic takeout container and washing it and then storing food in it again or putting it in the dishwasher or putting it in the microwave? There are some studies from a, a while ago that suggest that microwaving these containers or washing them can sometimes result in more of the chemicals leaching. So I would avoid doing that. We used to do that in our household and we don't anymore. We don't reuse those takeout containers. You know, they might be good though for, you know, <laughs> storing children's toys or <laughs> finding other uses for them to, to recycle them. I think people can get creative. I have a three and a six-year-old at home now who often we have to find art projects. So, you know, find clever ways to reuse your plastic if you're concerned about the, the environmental impacts of it, but don't reuse them for, for food storage. What do you say to people who might say, look, the research is sort of inconclusive right now about how toxic these plastics are. Why should I up in my life for research that's not really clear how bad plastics are for me? You know, we're, we're never going to have definitive evidence for anything in anything in public health. It's rare to achieve such definitive evidence like there is for something like smoking and lung cancer. So, you know, we have to make a balanced decision and some people may not want to make that decision. I respect that and, and understand that. I think there's been a lot of emphasis on putting the onus to protect public health on the individual, but we have to remember this is about the public. And so it's important for regulators and policymakers to make evidence-based decisions that remove or reduce the potentially toxic chemicals in plastics, whether it's in food packaging or in our building materials. It shouldn't be up to an individual to make all these decisions of saying, well, I've got to avoid the phthalate-containing beauty care products and I can't reuse my plastic takeout containers. That should not be the scenario. We should have good public health measures in place that help people not have to go through all of that in order to protect themselves. If there were maybe two policy recommendations that you would make, what would they be for addressing this issue? You know, a really bold call would be to remove phthalates, bisphenols, and other chemicals that are of concern from all non-essential uses. And similar calls, you know, were made for lead decades ago. Lead is now only used in, in a few core essential uses. I think we could make similar calls for some of these chemicals that we think are very toxic. It's, it's a bold call, but it would protect the public health. Thank you so much, Joe Braun, for joining me today. It was a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Joe Braun is an associate professor of epidemiology at the Brown University School of Public Health. He is also the director of the Brown University Center for Children's Environmental Health. You've been listening to Humans in Public Health, a special series for National Public Health Week. Humans in Public Health is brought to you by Brown University School of Public Health. This episode was mixed by Carolyn Claflin. I'm Megan Hall. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>